0: Hey, Trash Pandas, you're listening to In Edition with your adequately perfect hosts, Emily Swan and Stephanie Crignola. What's up, ya butts? Uh, <laughs> the best. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, we are here for In Edition at twitch.tv slash pod, the first and third Monday of every month the sister podcast to almost daily discourse at almost daily pod wednesday nights on twitch and in the spirit of i almost said brotherhood and sisterhood but i hate that segue (laughs) not to introduce you we've got a guest on tonight from almost daily discourse mike Ellison.
1: thanks glad to to be here here.
2: (laughs)
0: No, <laughs> that's
2: good it's getting weird
1: should we do that thing where uh old married couples call each other mom and dad
0: oh that's oh, weird. i hate that
1: it's so that's gross so
0: weird absolutely not no no well i am just gonna call you future <laughs> skeleton instead all
1: oh, my- well, right Ma. no it it's so wonderful to be on the show today <laughs> no
0: with- i can't even i can't even mute him because he's on my, 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 my wife great um, Mike, where can people find you in like <laughs> not an old man voice? That's a
1: great question,
0: mother. Uh, oh my people- God. No, stop.
1: <laughs> people can find me at FutureX Skeleton on Twitter, uh, at Adventure Inc. Pod, uh, Adventure uh, Adventure Incorporated Podcast on Facebook, uh, and twitch.tv slash srsbiz underscore network. Uh,
0: cool. Um <laughs> thanks for being here I guess. Thanks um, bro. <laughs>
1: thanks bro. No problem uh, sis. Oh
0: stop. No, I need it.
1: So oh, much. that was the swan. <laughs> yeah, no, I call you no, mother. No,
0: okay. um <laughs> let's talk about trash. <laughs> oh, god. Let's talk about things we need to throw away. Wow. Um so <laughs> We've had a lot of topics lately uh, between ADD and in addition of like things we collect or things that we have too many of, stuff like that. So bouncing off of that topic, but I don't really want to get into like, you know, the hundreds of um, electronics cables that Tony is hoarding in his bedroom. What is something, what are the things that you need to throw away but you just haven't either like had the heart to for a sentimental reason or for like no reason that you can justify, but like, it just is going, you know, it's going to sit around in your house until you like, you might move across the country three times and you still find yourself in possession of these items for no reason at all. Other than like, you don't know why you can't throw them away. So like, I'll start with like, the inspiration for this, I have, I have two pieces of clothing that, like, on several occasions, my mom has literally said to me, "Why haven't you thrown that out yet?" Um, because they've got like holes all over them. One of them is like a
1: all over. A,
0: them. <laughs> one of them is like a black sweater. Uh, it's like a black mesh sweater, and I'll wear it like it's like a beach cover up, basically. It's like so it's supposed to be a sweater, but like I wear it like a cover up. Swan, and- I
1: went in and like I hand tied a bunch of the threads back together so at least her like whole boob doesn't just like fall out of one of the holes like
0: the beach doesn't matter it's like nothing is nothing is bad at, at the beach
1: <laughs> nothing is bad at <laughs> the beach
0: bad. you know like nothing is nothing is whatever and then like so i've got that it's just comfortable and then i have this tank top that i'm pretty sure was like both of my sisters. I don't know. Like, I don't know where it came from. But I have it now also has holes in it. It's like a really loose tank top. It's not flattering. It's not held together. But it is comfortable. And, (laughs) and like, I can I will not get rid of it. And I'm kind of afraid sometimes that I'm gonna like open my drawer and it's not gonna be there. And Mike's gonna be like, you know how you catch a dog with like food out of his mouth? You know, and you're like, what's in your mouth? i like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, like it's gonna be sticking out of the the side of the trash can and Mike's gonna be like holding the lid down like
2: <laughs> just running, sprinting down the driveway, just pushing it away. Oh, doing God, the I dog thing it.
1: where you don't look at someone, you look away.
2: <laughs> Mike, what's in your <laughs> No, couldn't be me. If I don't look at you, you, I don't exist.
1: Yeah, you check back every once in a while to see. Oh, she, she's still looking.
0: They're yep. just such comfortable comfort clothes. And like, I will not get rid of them. And I don't even know. I can't even give you a good reason why. <laughs> I don't even have a good excuse. But I will not get rid of them. So that's kind of the inspiration for this topic. What do you have?
1: So I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> oh, those. Because... The first thing I thought of when I saw this topic uh, was... So, Steph has this sweater. And, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, I have so many old t-shirts. Like, old band shirts or uh, old, like, just old random shirts. Like, my friend Erica, uh, there's this there's a run of uncanny x-men where uh bless you. Uh, you where kid omega has a has a t-shirt that says magneto was right and it's like my favorite t-shirt in all of marvel canon and she screen printed it for me for my birthday one year and it like yo, know, it's a it's on a white t-shirt uh and that t-shirt is 16 years old And I wore it to like hardcore shows and like I wore it to go play ultimate frisbee and I wore it to like outdoor festivals. So there's, there's blood, there's dirt, there's sweat, like there's stains all over it. Right. I can like, this shirt is practically brand new and like I'm sitting down because underneath this bar, there is a stain from salsa (laughs) on it. (laughs) And I don't want stop looking at it. And I don't want people to like be like, hey, throw away your shirt. It's disgusting. Uh, but like that's, you know, those are the types of shirts that I'm holding on to. Like some of them are sweet and cool. Uh, and I just like I like having them. And Steph's mom sews. And so in the back of my head, I'm always like, Oh, I'm gonna get Steph's mom to make me a t-shirt quilt for Christmas one year. Like I don't think it's ever going to happen, Swan. <laughs> I think I'm holding on to all these shirts because I'm a weird holder, hoarder.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. I feel like I'm not going to help with
0: this one. Um, so, <laughs> this is, a, I just want to make it clear this is not a group discussion to help encourage each other to throw things away. We are just, nobody is telling anyone to throw these things away. We are understanding and empathizing with each other through different types of things we're holding on to. It's fair.
2: (laughs) So exactly all of that to everything with clothing. It's always clothing. But yeah, uh, my pivot from that is so every year that I perform in a story ballet at the dance studio, we get a T-shirt, many of which I have designed. I never wear them. I don't dance in t-shirts. I don't work out in t-shirts. I don't wear t-shirts. So I either cut them up into tank tops, which I never seem to do, or I just hold on to them because they're sentimental. But finally, after collecting all of them, they have moved out of my house and now live at my mother's house because at some point there will be a quilt. (laughs) There will be a quilt made at some point. Um, But I get it. Like I get the, I, I have one. It's a t-shirt I will probably never wear again, but it says, I've done time at the Ottawa jail hostel because one time when I went to Ottawa for an animation film festival, I stayed in a hostel that used to be a jail. And I love puns. (laughs) So it was literally a shirt made for me. I'll never wear it again, but I can't get rid of it. Um, But I will say a lot of that also comes from the random clothing that I have. Like oddly sized tank tops, uh, just weird stuff is because, again, the dance studio that I perform at, we don't have a huge budget. Like we don't buy costumes. We wear our own clothes. We get cheap stuff at Walmart. So I don't want to have to buy another stupid gray tank top because I already own one. Will I ever need it again for a costume? Probably not. But I don't want to have to buy and i don't want to have to buy another one because i got rid of that one so like mm-hmm. there's a whole chunk like there's literally it was an old either like bridesmaid's dress or prom dress that i wore because i was in the masquerade scene in phantom and i don't want to have to buy another one of those dresses it fits yeah. it's totally. no I'm in theater ready.
0: you never you never throw anything away like so, in terms of, of wearable unique clothes no way.
1: So my old roommate and I, when I lived in Boston, uh, he and I were like. People had a hard time figuring out who we were because uh, like <laughs> we were hardcore guys, right? Like we went to hardcore shows and we like we danced and we like we hung out with like troublemakers and we we caused trouble like we were troublemakers. And also we wore costumes <laughs> all the time everywhere. To anything like uh, one time, one time we dressed up as professional wrestlers and we went out and we got like uh Lucha Libre masks that we made out of like sexy women's underwear. And like, we just, we did like all this weird shit for so long. Uh, and then like we collected it because that's what you do, right? Like I spent the money once I might need this again. Uh, who knows? And so we hold on to it. And then when I moved from Boston to Austin, I had a very difficult time giving up the costume closet. Yeah. Like so, we had a we had a two bedroom apartment in Revere, and like when you walked into the apartment, we had the rug room, uh, which was a room that just had a rug in it because we were too poor to put furniture in that room. Well, it uh, just and then really had...
2: ties the room together, man. <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> it was just a rug, uh, the rug room, and then we had the living room. Uh, but in the rug room was a closet, and that was the costume closet, and that was where all of our combined costumes went, including. 30 days of ugly Christmas sweaters uh, because we would get one here or there, like throughout the year. uh, And Chris and I would like from day one of December until the 31st would wear a different ugly Christmas sweater every single day. And I (laughs) gifted him all of my contributions (laughs) to the costume closet when I moved to Austin.
2: Oh gosh.
1: Now I'm still rebuilding the costume closet. So, like, I have an all-white suit. I have an all-silver suit. I have an all-brown 70s suit. Like, I've got pieces, right? But I don't have anywhere near the collection that I had before.
0: Yeah, and I want to I point out that Groove is for Life says moving is a surefire way to get rid of stuff. El Hanley talks about moving across the country in just a car. Listen, I hear you. <laughs> what I'm telling you... I have had these shirts for minimum 20 years each. Like, like that's not even well, probably it's 2021. Probably 16 years e- each is that's probably a more realistic es- estimate. And I've lived in two countries, five states.
2: <laughs> okay, so, so I, I don't want a... <laughs> to. I've got a question. And I'm curious because I I know where a lot of this tendency comes from. And it is it is completely genetic. Like that is, it is nature and nurture and all of it. And it was, again, growing up, not only by a mom who was green before it was cool, uh, but also someone whose parents lived through the great depression and who were very frugal. And we were very frugal. And also what I thought was cool, even though I laugh at it now, like. When our poor elementary school would need art supplies and we would have to beg, borrow, and steal something, to like, we don't really have paint palettes. So, you know what we have? We have the styrofoam trays that come underneath me and they're cleaned and that's what we use. Mom had them and she would donate them. And it is so important to her to find a place to rehome stuff to because there are multiple uses for it. So, like, I know that that's a huge influence in it. Is that the same with you guys for what you saw? I with feel your like you're now?
1: coming. I feel like you're coming for my bag of bags and I don't fucking like it. Swan.
2: (laughs) I'm coming for your bag of bags so hard. So
1: what if I need an extra 60 like bathroom trash bags, Swan? I need all these plastic bags that I'm storing inside this other plastic bag.
2: Uh, so they've discontinued plastic bags (laughs) in new york now i have to hoard them because if i want like plastic bags to take the trash out in or the cat poop i have to have them and i can't
1: bag of bags came in handy swan
0: (laughs) um so i do want to say that um in terms of genetics i think the thing that my father said the most growing up in my life like, if there's, if I could have a catchphrase for my father, it is, when in doubt, throw it out. <laughs> my dad would go through the house, like, every Sunday and just, if it looked, if it was out of place, if he didn't know what it was for, if he didn't recognize, like, he would just throw everything <laughs> yeah. away. Like, like he didn't really go in our rooms, like, we were responsible for throwing everything away in our rooms, which we definitely did. <laughs> um <laughs> i definitely don't still have a bin of like random trash from your dad's not
1: listening you can just tell the <laughs> uh, unless you are polly in which case don't check the closet
0: um but like that was his that was that's the way he lived and like my mom doesn't really collect a lot of things like she she's a seamstress so like she have, would have like piles and piles of fabric but like that was all useful um, you know, for a project down the line that you might need it for. So, like, it wasn't really. I don't really have. Um, I have grandparent hold on to it forever, jeans, <laughs> because like that, my my mom's mom especially. Like, I you, her house was like a, a fun home. It was like an amusement park in and of itself. You want a wind up toy, you've got your pick of 900. Like, you go in the goodie drawer and you pick out whatever you want. That was my grandmother. So, like, yeah. that I guess I get genetically, but um, the holding on to things is not apparent. It was not like a learned trait or That's a passed funny. down trait from my direct parents because they were like, nope, we are going through and we are throwing every single thing of this house out this weekend.
1: So, for me, <laughs> My grandmother was born in 1917, so she was, you know, Great Depression, like her her husband's family built their house uh, like. They held on to fucking everything. Uh, And my mom, like I had lived 14 different places before I graduated college. Uh, so like my mom moved all the time and we never had anything from when, you know, I was younger or whatever, like so many memories were just lost. And so for me, I think like Steph, I have this like middle ground issue of like. If I let it go, it's gone forever,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but also. I'm just gonna move, and I don't need it. And now I, now I, I own a house, so I'm not moving. Yeah. So like, who's gonna get my costume closet now?
0: (laughs) Oh, well, and I think that's. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Finish up your thought, because I was gonna transition to a question for you, Swan. Uh,
2: So I think it's interesting, along those lines, with the memories. so I've talked about it before. I'm relatively open about it. Like, I don't have any plans to have kids of my own. It's never been a thing I've wanted. It's not a part of, like, the future that I see. But I have a hard time getting rid of some of my childhood toys. Now, am I ever going to play with those Sky Dancers again? Probably not. But I don't want to get rid of them. They they were a dangerous toy, and I lived for the danger. Uh, but, like... Uh, So there's a tub of them. There's a tub of these toys that were really, really special to me and important. (laughs) And so like that part of it. So I have to, in my head, figure out like, why am I keeping it? Like, I know the sentimental part. And like you said, once it's gone, it's gone. And I, you know, with the old school toys, it came out in the eighties or the nineties. Like, it's going to be expensive to buy it back if I ever want it again. But at the same time, like who, who gets that when I don't want it? Like,
1: also you're never going to buy it again, Swan.
0: No, I'm never going to buy it again. Like <laughs> Journey journey with me friends. <laughs> <laughs> to the year 2002. Ooh, okay. I see uh, you high school, in high school. When oh. Star Market existed in Massachusetts. Okay. Um I was at a skating co- Star Market might still exist, but
1: in some places. In but... some
0: places uh but I was at a skating competition on the Cape with, uh, my dad and I was in, I was the only one competing in regionals that year out of me and my sisters. And we went to star market to grab dinner. Cause we were at a hotel on the, on the Cape. And, um, my dad said, Hey, if you land both of your combination jumps in first round tomorrow, I'm going to buy you. We were like, you know, just wandering the aisle. He's like, I'm going to buy you 14 of those Sundays. They're like these little friendlies Sunday oh, cups. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And he's like, and that ghost, because it was September. And I was like, okay, hell yeah, challenge on. Uh, and I did land both of my combinations. And this is that ghost. <gasps> and like, he doesn't work anymore. But every single Halloween, I like change the batteries. I try to like take it apart to figure out how to make him. It's like up until like two years ago. And, again, moved across the country, like, four times. Uh, this ghost came with me to grad school in London. Like, this is a, a 19-year-old toy that doesn't work. And, and it's the just... fucker didn't
1: even vote in November.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. The fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, I totally understand your, like, unwillingness to, like, because... Why? They have sentimental value. They have no like practical value besides like it's this cute little ghost that sits up in, in my uh, like I, it was in reach. Like it I sits was on the little shelf next to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But like I totally get it. Um what I had wanted to ask, Swan, was because you're an artist, um, do you have a lot of like posters, art things that you're never going to hang? you're never going to do anything with and like but you have an attachment to because like i've got a bunch of posters in that closet that i'm never going to put up anywhere and i don't know why i'm keeping them (laughs) those of you who are not watching live on stream swan just got up to i think do a demonstration so twitch.tv slash almost daily pod first and third monday of every night
1: unless she's getting snacks if she's getting snacks i would like a granola bar (laughs) Oh, no snacks. So my
0: turn.
2: Uh, this is an entire, uh, like, circular roller mailer. These are all posters. These are all art. These are all things that I love that have hung on multiple walls. I will never hang them up again. They, have, they are damaged at the corners. They are in bad shape, but they are protected here, and they're saved because I don't want to get rid of them because they're pretty and they're art, and I like yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, So, yes.
1: (laughs) The nice thing is, like, look how small that tube is, right? Yeah,
2: but never. Like, I'm
0: never going to put them up again.
1: (laughs) Maybe. What if you get a a garage one day and you want to hang all your old art up there?
0: That's a good point, honestly.
1: That's, like, I'm holding out a lot of hope uh, for that exact (laughs) thing uh, with all the art that I have in mind.
2: Okay, so this one, this one is extra special. So this hung, this hung in my bedroom from when it came out. That was 1998. I have Listeners. my Milan poster from 1998.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, it's so good though. Oh God,
2: I love this piece. I love this piece. Maybe I'll hang it up now. Now that I remember, <laughs> I have it. Maybe I'll put it up. Well, and I,
0: I think honestly, that's an important part of this. Is like looking through these things every once in a while to remind yourself, even if it's just because like there's a box of, you know, shit that I've had since I was born. Um, and every once in a while I will look through it, not that I'm gonna put anything up, not that I'm gonna do anything with any of it, but like because I want to hold on to a tangible memory and like give myself that journey for an afternoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like posters are posters and art could be the same thing like yep. who gave it to you who drew it what were you you know like where did you hang it in your bedroom like all of that
1: so here's yep. here's my only contention is that we would 100% have every single piece of art that we have hung up in the house if frames weren't so fucking oh my expensive
0: they're so
2: expensive like, honestly I
1: paid so much for the art I'm not just gonna put it on the wall And then I have to pay almost as much for the frame. Yep. Like, I'm trying not to yell because I know I'm pretty close to my mic. I can (laughs) see, like, uh, I can see I'm starting to turn a little yellow. It's okay. Hero hasn't woken up yet. You're safe. Like, (laughs) oh my God.
0: Yeah. Um, It's obscene. Pro tip, tip, though, which is something that Mike taught me. Mike, do you want to give your pro tip? Which one? Savers?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. So uh, if you are like me, Uh, And hate the idea of paying a bunch of money uh, for art to be framed after you paid a bunch of money for the art itself, which you feel like is a valuable part. uh, What you do is you go to your local Goodwill or Savers or, uh, you know, whatever uh, thrift store is in your area and you buy the art there. You take that art out of the frame and then you use that cheap ass 299 frame to hold your art. Uh and like like true like uh like Ace says here in chat, the frame is a work too. Uh yeah, you get really cool frames when you do it that way, right? Like these big oil paintings that you just rip all the oil painting out of and then you've got this massive huge thick gold frame for your like your show posters and that looks so cool.
2: Okay, so I have a I have a a pin to this which is not a problem so yes but then my thought is this is a really old terrible piece of art what if I just did something crazy with it and <laughs> repainted it into something else
0: I'm gonna roll it up and save it
2: it's bad Mike is
0: going to come back <laughs> with the most ridiculous thing I'll have ever seen
2: <laughs> oh but, and gone. talking about like old art you know again we just had <laughs> Fuck that oil painting. Uh, (laughs) We just had an episode of Doodle Crew where we went back and we redrew our old art. And so there is something special about keeping even art that objectively I know is terrible. Like my reams and reams of paper from college of all the sketches I was doing. I got rid of some, but I kept a lot of them. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) Someone was throwing this away. I got it on the side of the road, Swan. (laughs) Swan.
0: it's so
1: stupid you
0: yelled so loud you not only woke hero you woke vera up too
1: it's so stupid i couldn't help it i saw it i wanted it i got it i have it i'm like ariana grande except ugly
0: It's so good it's so good twitch.tv slash almost daily pod um i want to i want to finish this with a, a story about not being able to throw something away that has turned into basically one of the greatest jokes my family has pulled every year for the last decade um 14 years this was 2008 uh we did sketch shows or not sketch shows but like Uh, variety shows and shit in college for the theater club. You know, you do scenes from movies or plays and songs and dances and all that. Um, uh, So a group at my school did a scene from Saved, which is a hilarious movie. Um, But in the movie, there is Buddy Christ and it's a cardboard cutout of Jesus that's given finger guns. Uh, So to have the effect of this scene they got a six foot cardboard cutout of Jesus and used it on stage as a prop. And as we're tearing down the the set, everyone's like, you know, bringing everything to the dumpster. And I was like, I have weird feelings about throwing this six foot cardboard cutout of Jesus into the dumpster. (laughs) And they were like, well, you can have him. And I was like, okay, (laughs) my family has passed Jesus around for like 14 years, however long it's been. I don't know. 2008, oh f- 13 years. And every year, Jesus comes out of the front hall closet for Easter, <laughs> hangs out in the window, goes back in the closet for the rest of the year. Like, this is just our, like, every year at Easter, somebody on Facebook is like, where's Jesus, Crugs? <laughs> oh, my God, it's so good. Because I didn't feel comfortable tossing this cardboard cutout <laughs> in a dumpster.
2: Oh, I love it. I love it so
0: much. <laughs> yep. Um oh. <laughs> It's sometimes it's hard to throw things away. And <laughs> Raging Lady Bonnie says, bring Jesus to Dragon Con. Um
1: Dragon Con is no place for Jesus. <laughs> I've seen a lot of shit there that.
0: No. <laughs> no. Um Jesus rode in the when we uh, brought my grandmother to uh the like uh, assisted living home or whatever like whatever wherever she went um jesus they wouldn't let jesus ride in the back with her um so we put him in the front of the ambulance yeah obviously because jesus is
1: your co-pilot
2: yeah there's a song about it and
0: everything <laughs> he was the can't sit in the
1: back <laughs> What's wrong with you
0: he was in the front seat of the ambulance boop boop um so yeah i i Ending this with, I love Jesus is a weird way
2: to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, I might not have him in my heart, Truth Tigress, but I have him in my closet. So,
0: exactly. Um, he hasn't made his way to Texas yet. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's still in Rhode Island, uh, but what he's doing at my sister's house, God only knows. Uh,
1: hey-o. Hey, heyo, hey, oh, good joke.
0: <laughs> um, Mike, thank you for being here. <laughs> Let people Sorry. know again where they can find you um, <clears throat> and the shit you do.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you can find me at Future X Skeleton. Uh Mostly, though, I want to tell everyone to check out Adventure Incorporated Podcast, a DD and d 5th edition live play show uh, that I do with my fiance and my best friends. Uh, uh, mother, uh, yeah. you were wonderful this week on the show. No. Um <laughs> Steph literally has my favorite character on the show. Uh, She's so great. Uh, Listen to the show just for her. Um, Also tomorrow on SRSBIZ underscore network on Twitch, uh, we are going live with the new Ask the Pokédexpert series, a a Twitch show uh, where you, the listener, can call in or write in the questions that you have about caring for your very real Pokemon that definitely exists in the real universe. And you can get your questions answered by an expert in Pokemon, sociology, biology, and social biology. Uh, check us out tomorrow, 830 Eastern uh, on Twitter. Is it 830 Eastern or 930 Eastern? 930 when does Eastern. botch end? It's 9.30 Eastern. It is Never 9.30 am. Eastern <laughs> on Serious <laughs> Business Twitch channel, uh, SRSBIZ underscore network. Uh, so hop on by, see us there. Uh, yeah, that's everything.
0: Um, and this month I am showing the love to the EDS Foundation, the Ellers danlos Foundation, um, ehlers-danlos.com. Ehlers-Danlos is a, uh, connective tissue joint disorder and, um, it sucks a lot. So if you want to learn more about this more common than you might think disorder, um, check out ehlers-danlos.com. Uh, there are a lot of kind of what you can do pages, fundraising for research, for awareness. Uh, basically it's something that nobody really talks about. It's, When I say it's getting more notice, it sounds like it's a B-list celebrity, but like it's relatively common um, in a lot of people, especially a lot of um, former athletes. So uh, it messes with your joints, dislocate a lot of things, um, hyper-extension, hyper-flexibility, and it really kind of messes with your ability to uh, do normal everyday things. Um, So if you want to learn more, Ellers Ellers Wow. Ellers Danlos.com. Um, especially check out the get involved page. Um, May is EDS Awareness Month. There are global uh, initiatives, fundraising opportunities, um, becoming patient advocates, volunteering, et cetera, et cetera. So it'd be really rad if y'all could check that out. And for me, I'm Kruggles i talk about shakespeare and i play dungeons and dragons you can find those things at adventure inc pod or protest too much podcast every monday and wednesday uh, every monday and wednesday every first and third monday you can find me with emily swan at twitch.tv almost daily pod um, we are the sister show of Almost Daily Discourse, which you can find every Wednesday at twitch.tv slash almostdailypod. And uh, Swan and I also do a show called Sketching Shakespeare. Last week, I made her talk about fingering and tonguing. So if you ever thought Shakespeare was boring, you're wrong. Check us out. We love you. Goodbye.